Welcome to the Jaguar King Podcast. I'm your host, Armin. I talk everything Jaguars football, usually in tears. If you like anything Jaguars or you like anything NFL related, please hit the subscribe button. Please hit the like button. It really helps my channel grow. Without further ado, in this week's episode, we're talking front office. This is a video I thought I would end up doing at the end of the season because I thought the Jaguars would be more competitive. But boy, was I wrong. Eight weeks into the NFL season, and we look like one of the worst teams in the NFL. Looking for answers like we're hunting down that nerd, and he's nowhere to be found. Dave Caldwell has been the Jaguars GM since 2013, and he has a total of 37 wins out of 119 games. 37 wins. I'll tell you where we went wrong with Dave Caldwell. Dave Caldwell's from Buffalo, New York. That's our first mistake. Being from Buffalo, New York myself, I can personally attest to the physical and mental damage chicken wings do to your body. While they may be delicious, the negatives outweigh the positives. Very symbolic of Dave Caldwell's reign of terror here in Jacksonville. I will say though, if anybody knows where Dave Caldwell eats his buffalo wings when he goes to visit Buffalo, I'll tell you exactly what kind of man he is. Enough about chicken wings, let's dive into Dave Caldwell's tenure as the Jacksonville Jaguar GM. Like I said, he started in 2013, and in 2013, you can't really put that season against him because he was starting the rebuild. In 2013, he hired Walter Wright without the chemistry background, completely gutted the roster like a fish, and the Jaguars finished 4-12. In 2014, Falling in love with the Atlantic Ocean and the Jacksonville beaches, Dave Caldwell wanted to get a boat. So he got the boat. He drafted Blake Bortles. This is an important pick because typically GMs are tied with their QB pick. If the QB succeeds, then the GM tends to succeed and tends to stay longer. If the QB fails, the GM tends to go down with the QB. I don't know how, but Dave Caldwell definitely escaped this one. As Jags fans know, Bortle had a really up and down rookie year and finished the season 3-13. Not a good look, but we're patient. We're trusting the process. In 2015, hang on to your horses, the Jaguars make a two-game leap and finish the season 5-11. Again, not a good look, but that year, Blake Bortles and company looked pretty competent. There were some close games, some blowouts. A lot of it was attributed to Gus Bradley's coaching. Either way, we finished 5-11, and 11, three years into this rebuild, and three seasons in a row of double-digit loss seasons. 2016, when things were supposed to get better because Blake Bortles was supposed to build upon the previous year he had, we actually take a step down. We go 3-13, and 13, and one of those wins comes after Gus Bradley was fired and our now head coach, Douglas Marone, took over. In 2017 is when things start to get a little weird. As the boat is sinking... Dave Caldwell jumps into the arms of Tom Coughlin. Shad Khan hired Tom Coughlin to oversee all football operations for the Jacksonville Jaguars, including what time players take shits because it was all about the details for him. He went into press conferences five minutes early. He set all the clocks back. He said words like grit. He said words like win lunch and had all of us eating it up. And we ate it all the way to the AFC Championship his first season as a general manager slash czar of the Jacksonville Jaguars. But unfortunately, after that season, we felt harder than that viral kid doing the backflip on the scooter. In 2018, we started off hot, but after getting revenge on the Patriots, we went 5-11. and Last year, we got rid of the boat, signed Nick Foles, we got outperformed by a rookie, our best players hated us, everyone wants to leave, no one wants to stay, whatever's going on, and... We finished 6-10. and 10. And to start the 2020 season, Dave Caldwell is retained along with Doug Marone. And Dave Caldwell trots out and says, we aren't tanking. We have to let these players play. Let's let them show what we got and show that we're not tanking. Have you been watching, Dave? Have you? A lot of people will say that everything from 2017 to 2020 was Tom Coughlin's fault. 
rightfully so, who definitely didn't manage it well. And a lot of people are saying that 2017 team was built by Dave Caldwell once Tom Coughlin took over. There's no way to know who actually made those moves to bring in Calais, AJ Boye, and Draft Leonard and all that. But for this sake, let's just say that 2017 to 2020, when he wasn't a GM, we'll judge him by the years he has been a GM for us. For the first four seasons that he was a general manager, he had double-digit losses in every single one of those seasons. A lot of people will say that Gus Bradley was the reason for our team doing bad because Dave Caldwell built a good team. That's true, but then Dave Caldwell also hired Gus Bradley. And in this year, heading into the bye week, we have six losses already, which would potentially make that every season he's been a general manager for the Jaguars, he has had double-digit losses in every single season. Even though Tom Coughlin screwed up the 2017 to 2020 reign he was here, let's not forget why he got that job. Shad Khan hired Coughlin because Dave Caldwell couldn't get the job done. Once Tom Coughlin couldn't get the job done, he gave the reins back to the original guy who couldn't get the job done. I'm sure Shad Khan is a businessman like no other, but if one of your CEOs is losing you a lot of money, you hire a guy to replace him and he loses you more money, why would you give the job back to the guy who just lost you a little bit less money? I guess it's a positive. Now, I don't think firing people in the midseason does anything other than provide some boost for, you know, the fans to be excited that someone knew it's coming in and also for the players because it sucks being on a losing team and at least one of the domino falls that could potentially, you know, bring some juice into the locker room. But I think we've come to the conclusion that this front office has failed. They put this team out in 2020 talking about they're going to compete but it's just not ready at all to compete, let alone win maybe more than five games. That's on the front office. That's the GM's fault. He put this team out there, and it is what it is. They failed, and we need to move on. He's been here for this long, and none of his seasons have been successful outside of that one season with Tom Coughlin. Who that's attributed to, you, you could be the judge of that. Right now, the Jacksonville Jaguars have an extremely attractive GM spot. We have a ton of picks and a ton of cap space to make moves for next year. And with no one being fired right now, it makes you wonder, is Dave Caldwell going to be retained next year? Does Shad Khan have faith that Dave Caldwell will build this team, find the right coach, or whatever moves he has to do to get the Jaguars to win? Unfortunately, everything we've seen thus far, that hasn't happened. So why would it happen now? But the fact that he hasn't been fired yet, it still lingers in the air that he might come back next year. And if Jaguars' hands are in Dave Caldwell's hands, that's a future I don't really look forward to. But only time will tell. Thank you for watching. Thank you for all those who have subscribed to my channel. Your support means a lot. Comment down below what you think of Dave Caldwell's reign of terror here in Jacksonville. And let me know if you think he should be retained, if he should be let go. Don't forget to subscribe and like this video. And leave any suggestions of possible videos you want to see over this bye week because the Jacksonville Jaguars aren't playing. Again, thank you for watching. And I'll see you next video. Mm -hmm.